This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. You opened it. Wait. Let me go! My son. What happens when I find him? I thought you wanted to forget! Before I do, I need to know. Does he forgive me? Yes. Yes, but what? What aren't you telling me? Tell me or you will never leave. He does. He forgives you. He loved you. He died to save all of us. Don't let that be in vain. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. <laughs> and I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And this is a place where the best books have the dustiest jackets, and we talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. We're live again. Live! So soon. Craziness. We just did the Wonderland thing like two weeks I ago, know. and we're already live what again. I don't Did it get canceled? Uh, it's canceled. Officially. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, introduce our guest here, too. Uh, we, have, we have three guests with us, a few less than last time. Yeah, we went from nine to three. three. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be under two hours this time. I feel super special. Yeah, yeah. You're one of the three. Actually, you know what? There is a theme uh, between the three of you. None of you have been on the show before. So uh, I guess we'll start. Uh, first up is uh, Becca Canote. Uh, how are you doing, Becca? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Excellent, uh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Becca and me, uh, we're good Twitter friends. She also does a lot of uh, vlogging and uh, miscellaneous vlogging business. Vlogging and, and the tweeting and the YouTubing and the yeah. stuff and the hangouts. Tweeting, about, tweeting the about vlogging on the YouTube. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for joining us, Becca. And uh, next up we have Elizabeth Placencia. I know I got this that right on the recorded episode. Did, did I get it yes. right again, Elizabeth? Yes, you did. I heard the hesitation in your voice, but you got it. <laughs> I, I was scared. I was scared. That's like my number one fear is to get people's names wrong. I don't know Except why. Except for mine, which he purposely says wrong. Yes, I say yours differently every time. <laughs> on Mirai. Uh, on Mirai. And uh, last off, Anne-Marie, I'll let you introduce our last guest since you you booked her. I booked her. And Yay! <laughs> uh, Carrie Turby, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm actually really excited to be able to participate. I know, because normally me and her go back and forth on Facebook for about three days after the show. Airs, going, mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, that's you just have to come on and talk. Have to. <laughs> so that's, where, that's where you try out all your material for the podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. She gives me the feedback. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for the two of us, so. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, uh, Carrie's ha- having a couple technical issues tonight. So if you're watching the video, uh, which I recommend you do because we're pretty. Uh, you might not be able to see her uh, because uh, we thought it'd be better to hear her than see her if we had to make a choice. Uh, but a couple of bits of business before we get into the main discussion of the big, huge, crazy finale. Um, as we mentioned uh, last week, uh, after we recorded our episode last week, we went and we recorded the first episode of our new podcast, Legends of Gotham. Uh, and we discussed, uh, you know, a lot of the news, 
uh, that was coming up out about the show. And they had the preview going on in a loop. Yeah, so we just yeah, kept the, talking about it every time it came around. The the little one minute promo. And so uh, we cut we cut our first official episode. So if you want to check that out, legendsofgotham.com, or you can go over to uh, iTunes and search for Legends of Gotham. Or Stitcher. Or Stitcher We're now. Officially yeah. on Stitcher as of an hour ago. Yes, uh, we just got the email. We just got word. Stitcher. We just got word. We're on Stitcher. We got into that exclusive Stitcher club. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, definitely check it out. And if you go over to iTunes, if you feel like leaving us a review to kind of give us a little boost up, you know, as we're getting started with the new podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, one last thing before we get started, we just wanted to uh, first of all thank everyone uh, for listening this entire, you know, well. Yearish, or you know. Two years, if you've well, been around since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was talking about this main season. All right, we'll find this yeah. main season. We only like you. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to make sure to uh, thank you guys right off the top here because I know a lot of time, a, a lot of people last year they dipped off in the summer to where they didn't listen to any episodes and then they downloaded all the episodes we released over the summer like a week before the show started. We're okay so, with that. So uh, if you're on summer break from here on out, we are going to be putting out some episodes over the course, not just regularly, but uh, thank you very much for listening uh, this season, I guess. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you in August and, uh, you know, download the episodes one at a time to save us on bandwidth a little bit. <laughs> I, and also I, I'd like to mention that uh, we our next episode is going to be well, I guess you guys get to decide. It's going to be the season three finale uh, listener roundtable with a bunch of you, as many of you as we can get in. We'll have like we'll have nine people in again, switch them out, you know, get some people on Skype, on phone, Telegram, Telegraph, the whole deal. But we need to figure out when we want to do it. So we need to figure out when everyone's going to be available. I know some people are really good on weeknights. Some people are really good on weekends. Uh, what we've done is we we picked four dates. Uh, the first one I think is this, this Sunday, Sunday, right? Is this Sunday. Which would be a little short notice. It would, but, but if, it's very popular. But uh, we want you to go uh, to the poll and vote. You can get it uh, on the post uh, for this episode at greetingsfromstorybrook.com or just go to straw, strawpoll.me slash 168-6718. I'll say the number again, 168-6718. That's strawpoll.me and then that number I just said. So go there, vote, and uh, we'll figure out when we're going to do our next episode where you guys are going to be the star. Me and Amory are going to kick back and drink some magic juice. Absolutely. And listen to you guys talk for once, <laughs> right? Okay, I think that concludes right. our opening business. Uh, so, yeah, Amory, why don't you go ahead and hit us up with the rhyming episode something? Okay. <laughs> Tell me, Rumple, where do we go this time? Is it the forest from Once Upon a Time? Zelina's portal is a curious thing. Makes you stop your mom from stealing a ring. The Captain Swan team breaks the timeline quite quick. Of all of the moments the two could affect. The Dark One plays Doctor to their Marty McFly in order to make true love seem a surprise. And we add a new tick to our Disney-themed tally, all in the epic one-season finale. Dun-dun-dun. You know, I, I, I generally don't like to give you line readings oh. in the episode, but I, I just, I, I envision the first line of the rhyming summary a do certain it. way. I just wanted to do it. Okay, let me let me get my throat <laughs> Clear it up, Bill. For those of you listening to the podcast, <laughs> uh, I sprayed my throat. Tell me, Rumple, where are we going this time? Is it the forest from once upon a time? Okay, that's all I wanted. Yeah. Wow. That was awesome. I'd for that one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, just don't burn anything. 
No. Yeah, that, that would be a tragic end to uh, this already great live episode. Okay, uh, so I guess uh, we'll start off how we normally do, just asking for you know a general impression. I'll go ahead and start with you, Anne Marie. What'd you think overall? Yay! Expand. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I uh, was literally shaking and my heart was beating out of my chest for the last like quarter of the show. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty <sighs> intense. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> I, I'm kind of in love. Yeah. How am I going <laughs> to wait with, three more months? Which episode did you like more, the first one or the second one? Oh, good grief. It's all one. It was a movie. Yeah, it was pretty much. It was much not two episodes. <laughs> Stop going at two names. As soon as you realized it was going to be on one night combined. We, sh- we should have done a separate episode for each episode. No. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, Becca, uh, what did you think of the episode overall? Oh, man. I It felt like season one again, and it made me so happy. Mm, that, yeah. like, standalone monster of the week, like, we're going to go get him. And, yeah, you had you had to know what was going on. But yeah. you could just jump in and, and maybe have missed, like, the last one or two episodes, been a little confused, and then just been psyched that Captain Swan was just, like, tearing it up everywhere. Oh, I, love, I love monster of the week episodes. We haven't had a good <laughs> one in a while. Yeah. This is very true. And, I, you know, speaking yeah. of season one, I also kind of noticed that Rumple was more like uh, season one Mr. Gold than he has been, you know, in a long time. So he was keeping really secrets. He was, was very giggly. Mm-hmm. So giggly. <laughs> like almost annoyingly giggly. He knows no such thing when it comes to gold. Sorry. Yeah, he can never be annoying when he's giggling. He just makes you smile. His teeth were a little less funky in this episode, though. Elizabeth, what did you think of it overall? I'm a major fan of time travel shows and movies, and so when I, when I heard that this was going to be a time travel episode, I got so excited. I was pretty much jumping up and down. I was thrilled, so I really loved it. Okay. Excellent. And we, we'll be talking about some of the time travel stuff uh, here in a minute, but uh, first, uh, Carrie, what did you think overall? Okay, so I hate to be Debbie Downer, but I think I'm going to be the only one that's really kind of heartbroken about this episode, and it's for one silly reason only. As Anne-Marie knows, being my friend on Facebook, I'm expecting baby number two. Mm. Baby number one is a little girl. Of course, her name is Emma. So I was hoping and praying to have, like, a new character name without it being awkward romantic sort of connections because it's a little boy. And then find out they were naming it Neil. Well, it's a sweet sentiment. It wasn't what I was looking for. So <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work for brother and sister. <laughs> no, not so much. Baby. But they are brother and sister. <laughs> but it's still that's creepy. It's creepy. They are brother and sister. New baby Neil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, new baby Neil and Emma are brother and sister. Yeah. But there's still that old association. Exactly. So I was a little bit disappointed. The rest of the episode was great. I loved it. But that last part just killed my soul a little bit. <laughs> uh, you, you, you're lucky. When you were saying you were going to be Debbie, Debbie Dan- Downer, I was handing over the uh, hang up button on you for a second. I was Aww. like, we don't need negativity here. I'll kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get into our main discussion points here. Oh, uh, how did I feel about the episode? Uh, I loved it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, and there's that. first of all, I, I thought uh, this episode or set of episodes or mini movie or series of really long mini-sodes uh, or whatever you want to call it, I thought it was probably the best Back to the Future cover song I ever heard. Oh, hell yeah. 
it, it was just like it, it, it was really like they took the story beats for Back to the Future and just uh, plugged in, you know, one character for this, one character for that. I actually I sat down uh, today and basically spelled out the analogs just in case anyone missed any of them. And I'm I'm sorry for the video viewers. I'm looking over here because this is where my document is. The camera's over here. It's weird. Get over so it. So enjoy his ear. <laughs> yes. My beautiful ear. Okay, uh, so let's see here. So Snow was basically George McFly, <laughs> who was hanging out in the tree, right? Uh, you know, waiting for uh, uh, Lorraine's dad's car to drive by, or in this case, Charming's carriage. And uh, then Emma, when Emma broke the branch and caught Snow's attention, it was basically like Marty jumping out and saving George. Uh, the, the ball was the enchantment under the sea dance of course, and uh, Regina was Biff, naturally. Rumple, Doc Brown, natural. And uh, the book was the little Polaroid photo he had of his brothers and sisters. And uh, I just, I, I thought the whole, uh, you know, grouping uh, Emma and Hook together and just focusing on them, not cutting back and forth between Storybrooke and what was going on there, and oh, was Regina, or, uh, Zelina alive and sneaking around somewhere or whatever, they just kept it laser-focused on Hook and Emma, uh, for for the pretty much the entire both of the entire episodes minus the first ten minutes of the first, the first one. First ten I think. minutes and the last ten minutes. Yeah, and I I thought it worked really well. A lot of times, you know, when they're cutting back between present day flashback, this character, that character, it can get a little confusing. But this was just you know laser tight focused. I love right. it. And uh, one last thing I wanted to talk about uh, time the time travel aspects, and then I'll open it up to everyone else here. Is uh, just I loved how they balanced the fixes. Uh, from from the snowfalls episode, uh, how it went down then to this episode, uh, they even got it down to where the exact number of troll roaches died. Yeah, so I, I just thought it was great how they made sure everything two and two added still added up to four at the end of the day, yeah. even with the significant uh, well, change they of had, thought. Um, the same, and I'm just gonna take over because I do. <laughs> um, the exact same conversations verbatim, just in a completely different location, mm -hmm. with Snow's belly hidden because she's not really pregnant in that one. Oh yeah, that was funny that how was they awesome. kept doing like she's the like really tight shots on, on her the for the new footage. What's the picture? I'm not nine months pregnant right here. No, mm -mm, not happening. My face is just swollen. But I'm allergic to. She actually looks thinner than she has in the past like three episodes mm -hmm. so maybe they did that earlier yeah yeah who knows who knows know. uh, becca what uh, any any favorite time traveling moments or uh, anything with uh hook and emma that you thought was awesome i mean when are we getting the spin-off that's just the hook and emma betty like captain swan buddy cop movie that's that's what i want <laughs> the two of them on their like gangly misadventures through the enchanted forest <laughs> Solving petty crimes and helping orphans out of trees. Not kittens, orphans. You know, <laughs> orphans are all in the trees. Yes. See, I, what I was actually uh, lobbying for this entire season was for it to end up with it being uh, Rumple Sliders, where it was basically them traveling realm to realm, trying to put right what once went wrong, led by Rumple. Oh. That was like my big dream, but it didn't. It hasn't happened yet. I won't say it won't happen. And we I, never I know. We never know. Yeah. No, I love, I love, I mean, they had that, the, obviously the romantic undertone to the dynamic, but once they were back in the Enchanted Forest and having to, to figure everything out, it was very much that, that adventurous-y, cantankerous nature that they have that makes them romantically attracted to each other as it is, but. Yeah. That like, who done it? We got to figure this out. Stop those meddling kids. Yeah, and it was definitely a big contrast to when they went up to the, the land of the giants and their first yes. team up. 
because you know you know then they were bickering and who trusted who they this was the first time they really seemed like a really strong unit even more so than last week when they went to try and find the witch or whatever yeah they definitely worked really well together elizabeth any thoughts of what my favorite moment was between hook and emma uh, Hook and Emma, uh, the time travel stuff, you said you like time travel. Anything that stuck it's out to you? It's really hard to pick a moment. It's really hard because I, I, I guess the one that's really in my head is like when Emma looks at Hook and she's like, who do I look like, Marty McFly? And I'm like, yes. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved that reference. It was amazing. It, the, the best thing about that reference was that that's the exact same type of reference Marty made in Back to the Future concerning John Wayne. You know, because he had, he had seen the John Wayne movie that reminded him of the situation he was in, <laughs> so he, he he used the name John Wayne. So that was hilarious too. Uh, Carrie, any thoughts uh, before we move on? Oh my goodness, I I held my breath when Rumble has that moment and Emma's being dragged back in to the mirror into the present day, where mm-hmm. he's he's contemplating whether he's going to take the. Uh, potion or whatever uh-huh. and I literally was on the edge of my seat holding my breath waiting to see what was going to happen because just mm-hmm. on that one simple act alone could have changed everything oh yeah, yeah. And, oh and, and my Jennifer, god oh go ahead go no it's fine <laughs> I'm well, just, I was just going to say oh. Jennifer Morrison's performance in that was scene awesome. was amazing she turned yeah. on a dime mm-hmm. she was like I gotta go back to yeah. <laughs> like it was like the mascara running down the face. Yeah. Well, you got to think too. Th- that whole death is still pretty fresh for her. She's been busy. <laughs> always busy. No one cannot be busy when you're hanging out with Hook. I mean, is he not dreamy or what? <laughs> totally dreamy. I, I love the guy liner for sure. For All sure. right, Robin Hood is the dreamy one. <gasps> He's better. I um. They're both pretty amazing. I can't be. <laughs> but uh, okay, Anne Marie, you had a a small point here. Small point. Just, Elsa. El- who, who's Elsa? <laughs> what what's an Elsa? Okay, first. Do you want to build an Elsa? <laughs> Do you want to build an Elsa? Um, first of all, he had no he had yet to watch Frozen. Mm-hmm. At oh all. My. He got pretty much zero references. He marathoned it twice today. Yeah, twice. Good job. So good, good catching up. He's back on Team Frozen, or he's on Team. See, Frozen. I, you know, they, that paints me in a bad light. I've actually, I've been listening to the soundtrack for months, like of my own volition. I just hadn't actually sat down to watch the movie. You didn't know the plot. No, that doesn't work. It was so good too. I so guesstimated good. it. I just guesstimated wrong. For some reason, I thought I thought Elsa was a giant mech, uh, you know, stomping through a forest or a storybook village. No, and, that's uh, marshmallow. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Elsa. 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 Bad joke aside. <laughs> We're just gonna let that go. <laughs> um, okay, she will not be evil. This is my theory. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, no, Elsa can't be evil. No, she won't be evil. Because she was in Rumpel's little cave secret, secret hidey hole mm-hmm. because her magic is uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. She can't control it. She probably still true. can't control it, even, you know, after Frozen. You know what I, I noticed watching the movie today, too? Like, I, I saw some people complaining, like, why was she that weird blue blob thing? She turns into, <laughs> like, basically like a, a statue like that right at the end of the movie. 
For no, that's in- Anna. Oh, that's, that's Anna. Anna. That's Anna. That's was Anna. that Anna? That was Anna. That's Anna. See, I- See, I, was watching, I was watching the movie on this monitor while I was working on this monitor, so I might have yeah, got no, a little No, that was Anna. It was, she looked like Alex Mack. It was, yeah. And he pointed that out, it was like, she's Alex Mack! So, I don't I know what's up with that. Single moment right there. <laughs> I know. Disney princesses uh, and the secret world of Alex Mack. <laughs> that should um, definitely be the next realm they go to. The world of Alex Mack. Freaky nuclear waste accidents. I have no idea who Alex Mack is. I don't know. Uh, old school Nickelodeon? I yeah, it was an old uh, show on Nickelodeon that featured a teenager that got hit with a bunch of radioactive materials and she could she move stuff like, with her mind and turn into a pile of goo that could travel around. And... Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was really good. It, do you know Larissa Olanik? Uh, she's, she's not. Ten Things I Hate About You? Yeah. I know that movie. Okay, yeah, who was the, the preppy sister? Yeah. Oh, okay. Back, she loves her Prada backpack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. She was also Alex Mack. <laughs> sidetrack, sidetrack. Okay, we, we've renamed this to Greetings from Alex Mack's Town. I forget what it is. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Okay. Since they're deciding to nix Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and they've made no secret that Will Scarlet's coming over from Wonderland into this new season of Once Upon a Time... Does that mean Arendelle is in Wonderland? I mean, that would make sense to connect those two lands. It and, could be like neighboring or something. Yeah, because yeah. Wonderland has like everything. I mean, it has Agrabah. It has no. Oh my goodness. No, Wonderland. Agrabah wasn't in Wonderland. That, yeah, was, that, was, that, was, that was realm jumping. Yeah, I think that was adjacent. That's my misunderstanding. But yeah, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah, to have, pretty much confirmed. They pretty much said they're going to Arendelle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and we'll talk about that more in the news. Yeah, sorry. Well, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> three months to forget it. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, okay. How did she get in the container? Is my concern because when I yeah. saw that, I was like, "It's a genie." Mm-hmm. But no, there's. No. <gasps> it could have been Jafar. Jafar. <laughs> I don't want that happening. Well, well I, that, I, that, that puts the that puts the uh, the whole Wonderland connection together. If it would have been, or... been him, but but then not because Elsa. Yeah, there's definitely going to be ha- have to be some crossover with Wonder- Wonderland next season. Well, he's confirmed he's... to be a main. Like he's yeah. not even like a supporting or a reoccurring character. He is or main guest. cast. Yeah, Will Scarlet. So. So that. Don't know be... how I feel about that. <gasps> oh, you really? didn't like him or. No, I I enjoyed Wonderland. I did. I'm sad it it got canceled, but I definitely I don't know. Eh. This is when we hover over the close button. I know. (laughs) No, we can't do that with Wonderland because we pretty much hated it up until the last two episodes. We did did always love the name. It it just they feel so different. Like I feel like it's going to be an interesting kind of shoehorn to sort of cram them into like our little Scooby Gang over here in, in Storybrooke. Maybe he's trying to clean out his apartment and he gets <laughs> pulled into some wacky adventure. A wacky adventure? Maybe some Elsa freezes too. him with the things <laughs> that are coming out of he's, he's him. He's a main character the whole season, frozen just like... <laughs> the whole time. They just turn him around in like a little bag. <laughs> well, they have to make up the budget they used on Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, so it'll just be a freeze frame the entire season. <laughs> yeah, the whole season. Well, they did show his apartment in Storybrooke at one right. point. So. Yeah, yeah, no, in Wonderland. Wonderland. I think that'll be so, bringing back up. Okay, sorry, I had a few more things. Okay, Where's Anna? 
Save the Anna. Yeah. Save the world. They have to have both. They couldn't just have one. Well, in that case, Anna's on Nashville having a great time. So at least we can buy Hannah and Pinscare out of that contract. I'm sure Anna's coming next season. Well, I I know Kristen Bell has said she would be interested in appearing. Yeah. That'd be so awesome if Kristen Bell was on the show. But I think she'd be really good as Elsa. She would be. It would just be really hard to separate. That would be really good, though, with the way... It'd be good uh, with, with the way that once always stacks characters and makes one character several characters to have the actress who played one of them in the movie play the other one in the show. I think well, see, work. She showed up and all I could start thinking is like, who from Lost is currently out of work? Like, <laughs> who's going to get cast? I'm like, it's the, go check it's my cast list played, again. It's the guy who played Jack. He just uh, <laughs> Perfect. He had a big makeover for it. <laughs> We have to come back, Kate. <laughs> yeah, you always wonder if they're going to, like, the last three episodes of the series, they're going to pull a big loss crossover moment or something. But, uh, I, I guess The last we'll season. The last season. Smoke monsters and polar bears. <laughs> nice. Nice. And Rumple. All, all, cage, cage fight. Cage fight. Um, one thing uh, before, before we move on, I, well, actually, uh, first, did anyone else have anything they wanted to mention about Elsa and her introduction and all of that business? Well, it I'm opened... afraid to speak. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'm not going to hang up on you unless it's really bad, <laughs> which by I mean kind of okay. So go ahead. No, no stress. No worries. Yeah, yeah you. Okay. Um, you, can, you can haterate all over it. It's fine. I'm not a fan of Frozen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I just, I I cannot stand the song, what's it, with Let It Go. And it, it's around me all the time, and my family and friends say it to me all the time. But I, I just think it's a little overrated. And, I, and honestly, okay, this is my take on Frozen. The, mm-hmm. the movie makes fun of the fact that, you know, um, the Disney Anna falls in love within like five minutes and her sister is criticizing her for that. And even Hans, that's his name, right? Was mm-hmm. saying, you know, you fell in love with me and you're foolish, whatever. And I'm just like, wait, isn't that negating every Disney movie princess movie that has ever existed? Because all the Disney princesses fall in love within a day with, you know, their prince or whatever. And I'm just like, wait a minute, Disney is, uh, it's, it's against their own rule, I feel like. So I feel like they were making fun of themselves. Well, they were trying uh, to be more contemporary. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say two points. One, uh, they are breaking their rule, but I, I think that was kind of their the part, part of their aim because they, they realized that, you know, it had, they had done it so many times, it was a stereotype was that thing. they really needed to break out of, especially in modern times and stuff like that. And... Uh, Two, I completely forget. So I know you had something you wanted to say. So, did you? Um, I think that I think it was along those lines. <laughs> um, that that was the point was to show that mm-hmm. there's other types of true love. Oh, because it was the love of the sisters instead of having yeah. to be the love of a man. And she saw. Oh, I thought that was very man. sweet. I, it mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah, and I, I think, too, uh, you know, in Frozen, uh, she falls in love with him literally in five minutes. Like, they, yeah. they talk and boom, done, right? But uh, in, you know, all the other Disney movies, even though it generally happens in a short time frame and everything, they have to come overcome some sort of adversity together first uh, before okay, the big love and the engagement and this, that, and the other, which is why I, I, th- I think they, well, everyone was questioning her. 
<laughs> you know, because like, no, you don't meet someone in five minutes you later. You don't think about a them. sandwich. Especially when you're sober. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you've been drinking and you want to get married to someone you know for five minutes. The thing with Frozen, adding Frozen, they were running low on bad guys. And if they bring in Hans mm -hmm. and his brothers, because he's only got like a butt ton of brothers from the other <laughs> Then I mean it. It opens up for new characters and potential bad guys. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's yeah, true. I, I mean I, I, I'm, I could, I'm just waiting for the new. Pro I just want Pocahontas to get brought in and have yeah. that villain be our villain next season. <laughs> the douchey bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I was trying to remember if he was it or it was some sort of weird tree spirit or something. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a colonial boatmaster. I forget his name, but. Uh... Okay, one thing before we go ahead and uh, move on to Becca's point here that I wanted to mention, just that uh, uh, Rumpel's Dark Archives really excited me because I'm pretty sure we haven't seen that before. It might have been no. mentioned once. It was mentioned. But I, I, I think that's a really good story engine. But it wasn't the Dark Archives. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It was where he put magic that was uncontrollable or he did not understand it. Yeah, yeah. I it just, may be dark, but that's not a requirement of being in the vault. I was trying to give it a snazzy name. We're trying to make a trendy club here, Anne-Marie. <laughs> we need to have a line outside, and it needs to be called Rumpel's Dark Archives. You can't say that. <laughs> Hashtag Rumpel's Dark Archives. <laughs> what was that? That doesn't sound very at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just thought it was really cool that, you know, we have this whole big room full of stuff that Rumpel has either stolen or taken and hidden because it scared him. So, I mean, you know, lack of bad guys, all the bad guys becoming good guys, that's another way they can get a lot more bad guys uh, in the show. Is they but then get... how do they go back to that? We can't keep traveling mm -hmm. in time. See, I almost want them to have, like, I don't know, like a door in the back of Granny's restaurant that'll let you just, like, walk right over to the Enchanted Forest. So it'll be like Monsters. Yeah. Oh, like Monsters Incorporated. Okay. I thought you were talking Monster, that movie with Charlize Theron. I was like, no. I've never seen that, and that there, just sounds scary. There was no realm jumping in that movie. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no. Let's not have a crossover there. <laughs> Becca, uh, your point here, if you want to go ahead and take it. Oh, and I think I think building off of that, off of uh, like everything with Rumpel and what what scares him and what what is he afraid of and then what are we we really going to kind of get into that side of his character that I think we definitely have to explore in season four is the fact that him and Belle get hitched at the end of the season and <laughs> it's yay it's so cute and and Belle's like I'm going to punch you all in the heart with this really heartwarming speech and this vows and trying and look at the tears everywhere but at the same time we all know Rumpel's pulling over on her with the whole dagger thing like yeah yeah like I, I actually didn't think they were gonna end up going through with the wedding just oh, because no. of that well I thought we'd get like a cliffhanger there like they'd be, it'd be mm -hmm. we were going to and then something comes up and she finds out that he is like completely you know fleeced her with this dagger and she actually has no control in the situation <laughs> um and since we have like that bleed through of you know the the kind of skeezy rumple of old, mm -hmm. plus his archive. I think we're going to have, I can think we're going to have yet another great season of Rumple next season. And, and hopefully a lot of random bad guys popping out of jars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like know a lot of people last week were saying that they thought maybe because of what Rumple did there that uh, he was going to end up being the big bad for season four. 
Hmm. You know, I, depending on how they frame the whole, you know, Elsa thing and true. everything, it could end up flipping to that way before That's the true. end of the season. Like, it's I don't see them. Put Elsa in there. Originally, they didn't Elsa as being a bad guy. That was their original intent. And after they watched it through, and they were like, well, maybe let's give this a second look. Uh, Carrie, Carrie. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit. Uh, give, give it like a three count and then try again. Three. And we've lost her. That's, sorry, Carrie. Uh, we, she, she's been in and out. She'll be back in uh, before she's out again. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, but uh, where were we? I don't know. The possible, know? The, the, yeah, yeah Rumpel as or maybe Big Bad next season. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, that. Back on track. But do you think that, uh, do you think that once Belle finds out about the dagger that she's going to freak out about it? Because, I mean, I really can't remember too many times when he's done something that she was like, hey, wait a second. She forgives everything. Yeah. She really does. It's not one of her better character traits. No. Well, no. She, but she, I, I think this is pretty big because there's been a lot of that emphasis of, you know, she's uncomfortable with holding that power. And she said that a few times, and he kept saying, like, you know, no, 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 you're... I trust you, I trust you. I need the alibi, I need the alibi. <laughs> Oh, don't screw it up. You know, that she's the only one he would trust in that way. But um, mm-hmm. it does, I don't know. I feel like, especially especially if we see, like, maybe the way it gets framed with that, if he's the reason Elsa was in that, you know, jug in his archive and he had something to do with, like, containing her power, you know, mm-hmm. as the dark one, that since she really isn't evil, but she's just kind of, like, rogue-esque dangerous, you know, could that turn, you know, could it be, like, a false big bad where they kind of spin it towards him and then something else comes up. Like that, I mean, that's. I feel like that's every episode of Once. Somebody's the evil right. one, and then something else comes up. I'm sorry about logging out, guys. <laughs> oh, you're you're still breaking up a little bit, Carrie. Uh, <laughs> you kind of sound like a robot. Yeah, who talks a little like bit. Unfortunately. Sad face. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> No, but I, I think they're definitely probably going to go the same way they went in the movie, though, and uh, basically make it to where she she's not really a bad girl, I guess, uh, not bad guy, a uh, bad girl, but she's just uh, she's scared of herself, so in in her power and everything. So I want to know who she's related to. Yeah, she has to be related to somebody. It's once she's related to Hopper. <laughs> oh. Uh, he, oh, we actually got a lot of comments here. Oh, we should Let's have probably paid attention to that tonight. Yeah, we got a smiley face from uh, Bobby Hawk. Uh, okay, just like see. completely derails from everything. <laughs> well, it, people are talking to us. People are talking to I, us here. See, I'm trying to pull context here, too. Context, context. Uh, let's see. Uh, hoping for Bob. Uh, someone Snow says Snow Queen. Queen. I've seen a lot of Snow Queen going around. Yeah, Elizabeth, you'll be glad to know that Wynn agrees with you on Frozen. She dislikes it. And uh, <laughs> then Pat, Patty also mentions that they, that's a trend she's been seeing. A lot of people hating on Frozen. A lot of people were hating on Frozen. Uh, Ashley mentioned Nickelodeon for some reason. Because we were talking Alex Mack. Oh, yes, yes. She did the Nick, 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 They're dancing with me, Sissy. I'm not alone. And uh, Patty was okay. actually anti-Pocahontas, uh, who said uh, she loved the movie, but after learning uh, something about Nancy Reagan... I can't sort it out right now. Let's get back to the discussion. Yeah. Right? Okay. I, you guys are distracting me. Bad idea. Bad idea. I cl- I'm going to keep Twitter. him off of the window. I closed Twitter so we, I didn't get run into this stuff. You're good. Okay. Next. Okay, Elizabeth, I believe you're up next here. 
Um, okay, well, I thought there was a couple uh, funny one-liners in this episode. I, I think there are in every episode, but I, I already mentioned Marty McFly when Emma said that, and I really liked it. I thought it was funny when uh, Hook said, one of these days, I'm going to stop chasing this woman, and then he goes right into the time portal chasing after her, and I just thought that that was so cute. Um, and I liked it when Charming said, you know, in the in Granny's Diner, um, that, you know, he's looking at Emma and, you know, well, she, you're, you're just as stubborn as you're, and then Snow gives him a look and, and he doesn't finish what he's saying, but, you know, she's stubborn like her mother. And I thought that was funny. But, um, also I just wanted to talk about how I really loved Emma in, um, in, um, I was going to say Wonderland and I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> in, um, in Enchanted Forest because, uh, that moment when she's seen her mother, you know, in the tree and her dad is at the, you know, at the cut tree. She's realizing that this is a moment my parents are meeting. And she just looks so mesmerized and happy to witness this moment. And I just love the look on her face. Like, I just kept replaying that on my TV because I just, I just loved how happy she looked. You know, and then same with, you know, the ball scene. She's like, what is the big deal with these balls? And then she sees the dancing and she, her, um, um, again, her face, she just looks mesmerized. And I was just like, see, that's what's so special about balls. You get to dance. <laughs> <laughs> what good is a ballroom with no balls, I say? Uh, <laughs> no, but I, it, the, the, uh, the whole uh, scene with Emma, uh, Emma interrupting, were you making a I had an itchy nose because okay. of this thing. I thought you were like doing bunny ears at me or something. No, earlier I was doing that. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I, no, no, but I, it just like the worst possible moment, right, for her to pick to <laughs> change history. The, the moment <laughs> no, okay. her, parents, her parents were about to meet. Awful, awful stuff. Yeah, there were a lot of funny lines in this, though. I really liked uh, Grumpy's little uh, soliloquy so about monkey babies. Oh, he wasn't those diapers. In the restaurant, that was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, I, one that I found that was really darkly funny was when <laughs> Snow sneaks into the throne room. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Regina's like, I don't think you have that. You have it in you. And I'm like, just wait. She's gonna make you kill your mom. Just yeah. wait a couple of years. <laughs> the darkness uh, is coming. The darkness. Well, I I actually thought they were gonna be dealing with that some with the episode title Snow Drifts, mm-hmm. just because it kind of felt like, oh, maybe she drifts morally or something like that. But, no, it's just to go with the snowfalls. Yeah. Snowfalls, snow, snow drifts. Snow drifts. Snowfalls, snow, snow drifts. Okay, uh, something I noticed in this episode um, was that it, it, it first when um, Emma was, you know, coming to her big realization moment about, you know, home and family and this, that, and the other, she sounded really selfish. She, she, she was framing it uh, that, you know, she, she, once she saw Snow die that she felt bad because her mom was dead. Like, because she felt bad because she felt bad. She didn't feel bad because her mom died. But but then, you know, luckily she reframed it there right at the last second. And I, I re- realized and she realized that uh, she finally had empathy for Snow because Emma's been being such a big, I don't want to use bad a word, pr- bad, word, bad, bad word, bad word, bad word, bad word, bad word, jerk, I guess, <laughs> to, to Snow and Charming and everyone. So she finally comes to a moment of a... This is because she's <laughs> finger at him. Oh, okay, she's okay. I thought you were shaking it at me. I was like, I didn't do anything. No, I'm just dead. talking about the show. Uh, <laughs> but... uh. No, I, I thought it thought it was good that uh, she finally got that empathy there and came to ha- had a self actualizing moment, mm-hmm. which uh, 
it is always good, especially in a finale, to get the main character. To and get... especially when she's been so for mm-hmm. half a season. Yeah, she's just been so focused on going back to New York New and York, keeping New Henry York. safe that she didn't realize that she was a jerk to everyone she loves. Including Henry. But, but now she calls the mom and dad. <gasps> Prashy! Yay! And, uh, so Prashy. Finally, after three seasons. You did it once or twice. She'll keep calling them mom and dad, right? I hope so. I would assume at this point, although it's, it, it, it still always feels weird because they're the same age. But. It does feel weird that they're the same age, but it always sounds weird when she's like, Mary, Margaret, and David. And I'm like, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. yeah. No. No. But yeah, it, speaking of, you know, the whole happy family unit and everything, the baby I, that was teased all week, the name, it's going to be so important. The name was Neil. Uh, which, fine, I love Neil. We all love Neil. But we where miss is him. it going for next Rip Neil. Uh, we had a flashback to Tallahassee in this episode. Tallahassee! <laughs> uh, it's but, better than that entire episode. But <laughs> the creators were saying that it was going to be something that would give us some sort of hint as to where we were going in season four. Uh, yeah. does, it, does anyone have any idea what the baby being named Neil could mean, or did, were they just completely messing with us and we should go boycott the or uh, no protest at M- ABC. Yeah. We should protest at uh, NBC about Once Upon a Time. I mean, if, if Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the X-Men have taught me anything, that nobody's really dead. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. We're on like the seventh or eighth Jean Grey. Buffy mm-hmm. died one, like five or at least three times. Yeah. For all we know, they're going to find some crazy loophole again or Anna's going to, you know, Elsa's going to do something and her and Anna are going to wonder twins dating because they're not twins and he'll be back. <laughs> maybe, maybe baby Neil is reincarnated Neil Neil. See, that was my concern was that baby Neil was actually That's not weird. Neil. <laughs> I, yeah. Hi, hi brother Ooh. boyfriend. Ooh. Brother baby daddy boyfriend. <laughs> Henry incest boy. I mean, yeah. for Joffrey, kind of. We don't need to go that way. No. no. Tom seems pretty there. okay. What was that? Tommen's pretty okay. He loves cats, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Becca, uh, let, let me ask you, uh, since we didn't hear from you uh, when it was the hot thing, were, were you a uh, Captain Swan or a Swanfire when all that was going on? Um, uh, I, I'm going to have were to say you... I, was, I was none of these things, mm. and I've always been Swan Queen. <laughs> Uh, Fair enough. Henry Fair enough. has two mommies and I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I was gonna see. We've been, I've been arguing uh, Captain Swan all season. Emery's been arguing uh, Swan Fire. So we don't have any good talking points for Swan Queen. Not at all. Although many of our listeners they are Swan hate, Queen. They hate each other just enough that's really attractive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, but I liked Outlaw Queen. That's totally the big healthy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you never know if they're going to slap each other or kiss each other. Or exactly. make it a thing. <laughs> I want to make it a thing. Make it a slappy, kissy thing. <laughs> <laughs> slap, kiss, slap, kiss. Slap, kiss, point. Go. Oh, me. Um, I love that Emma went straight to Rumple to help them. Mm-hmm. She's like, hmm, I'm lost in the Enchanted Forest. Where do I rumple? Rumple, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Gold, rumple, stiltskin. Mm-hmm. Help. Please. I don't know. I liked it. But it just felt like he didn't actually, I mean, I, you know, all magic comes with a price. Mm-hmm. There was no real price. Well, and he I, now lo- doesn't remember helping them. I, Regina might disagree with you. Well, Regina's got the price. <laughs> but, uh, 
it, you know, I, I thought he was de- de- he was definitely the perfect person for them to go well, to. Who else would they? Because he was powerful enough and he was wise enough to know that he, he really couldn't mess around with this. Once once he got enough information to realize they yeah they were what actually time travels. Yeah. What did you do? Exactly. Exactly. You've already changed something. But, but, you know, no matter how bad he was, no matter how hyper-focused he was on that goal of getting Neil back mm-hmm. and everything, he, he wasn't going to mess with the time stream Especially to do when it. he found out that he does see him again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he dies, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> see, I think, though, if she doesn't really have a relationship with Blue, because mm-hmm. for some reason, that's... Well, Fine, we'll go there. Minor characters are minor for a reason. Um, <laughs> but I feel like she should be a little bit more important. Mm-hmm. But if they haven't utilized her enough, she's like super uber magical power and all that good stuff. But I don't know. She could have helped them too. She could see through the problems. Yeah, well, I mean, she 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 jumped in when, when Snow needed help. Yeah, when help Snow anyway. asked for her, but Emma could have had her help. Yeah, they were one slot away from losing Snow forever, though. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> For sure. No, uh, something because uh, we rewatched uh, Snow Falls right mm-hmm. before we watched uh, <clears throat> the finale, and one they did a great job, you know, blending the scenes, the old footage, the new footage, and two, if you were wondering where that wand uh, that Rumple gave Emma to reopen the portal came from it was the episode immediately after snowfalls the cinderella episode mm-hmm. he kills cinderella's fairy godmother that was snowfalls was, that oh. was the first like 12 seconds no wasn't yeah. that 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 was no. the episode following no. wasn't it no 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 did you actually watch the episode earlier no i was sleeping i was sleeping hold on now i gotta look this up we saw the entire scene <laughs> Yeah, but I thought I thought it, that was in the Cinderella episode though, with the with the. That wand. was the Cinderella episode. Hmm. Episode <laughs> oh, once great. upon a time. Okay, so this is called Let's Google the show. It's it's not a greetings from Storybook without us looking something up. Look, right. Becca has not been paid for this mention of Google. Uh, I'm in no way receiving any monetary bonuses for all of these mentions of Google, any Google subsidiaries, and Google products. Google, 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 Google. Brought to you on Google Hangouts by Google. Just keep saying saying that. No, season one, episode four. First appearance of Cinderella. So it was the episode immediately after. I was right. No. Yeah. No. It's it's wrong. Cinderella's stepmother and her stepsisters are going to a ball. The fairy godmother appears to Cinderella and tells her that although her stepmother has said she cannot go, she is going to go anyway. We... However, immediately after this, the fairy godmother explodes in a horrendous yet amazing display of fire. But we saw that. That's a great yes. description. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we because we we Did let we it play. It going? Yeah, we let it play for a few minutes after snow falls. No. Emma Black and white. No, it's actually not. But that's a server. Blue and gray and no, all the colors. No, because if you keep going, Emma drops. We didn't watch that far in. Yeah, we we watched just the the no, teaser. No, okay, well the, then read farther. Okay, the wand, Cinder, the wand, Cinderella's fairy godmother, correct? Fine. That's where it came, right? Okay. Fine. Moving on. That was the important bit. That was the unfortunately you have it wrong. I really thought it was the episode four too, to be honest. Hmm. No, it was. Trust me. Okay, hold on. I have two swords in the closet back We're here. Not, no, no duel. swords. It's they a live episode. It's a live episode. Okay. We, we have 13 people watching. <laughs> 13 cool. people. Oh, no. That, someone they, has an empty We got to get 14 or 16, baby. Come on. Come on. Sword. 
Sword fight. Don't call me. Sword. I don't need to keep drinking. It's good if I stop now. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Nice. Um, okay, let's move on. Okay, uh, let's see here. Okay, I believe this was. Uh, this is Becca. Becca's up next. <laughs> Please, Becca. Uh, now that we played, let's Google. Save us. Save us. After we played, let's Google. Brought to you by Google and Google Computer. <laughs> <laughs> No. No, oh man, now my point just seems sad because I just want Swan Queen to be a thing. But I also am tired of the fact that they always need. Look, we could have all done without Maid Marian showing up and Emma being Emma and being like, I need to save you. This is so terrible. Wow. You did exactly what you were always going to do because you're a fox in a bonnet and Regina hates you for it. But shocking. You know, people die. I mean, I get that this is like a family-friendly television series, but people die. They explode. Marion told her to leave. Exactly. She told she her to leave. To die. She wanted to die. She accepted it. She had made peace. Yeah. Plus, I mean, and it's one thing if they brought her back and, you know, and, and, and Robin was like, whoa. You're not dead. That's nice. Glad you didn't die terribly and miserably from an illness like we already established as being canon episodes and episodes ago, um, <laughs> rather than at the hand of, you know, the evil queen. Guess we can just retcon our whole universe when it's convenient to a really contrived plot line where we destroy all of Regina's character development for the last season and a half. Yeah. Hey! It's like, I, oh. I think they just have a thing, uh, like a sign up in the writer's room. Regina cannot be happy for more than half an episode. Like, oh. <laughs> it just, I mean, it's so contrived at this point. I mean, we get it. She, she has a lot of issues and a lot of stuff she's got to work through and all this, like, mama baby drama with her and Henry and Emma and who's really, like, yeah. there's a, I get it. I get it. But I figured by, you know, the start of season four, we would have been able to get past that. Even, even if her and, you know, Robin explode down the road because soulmates doesn't mean you're going to be together forever still it just means you're destined to be together you know at some point yeah it just that could have imploded naturally or they could have brought maid marion back next season or just not shoehorned her into the last four seconds of the season or actually made her a fox in a bonnet that would have been great (laughs) (laughs) a literal fox Uh, okay actually elizabeth you had a point uh towards that end right especially concerning that tattoo Yes, I do. Um, I have a theory. I'm going to call it a theory. What if there is another guy out there with a lion tattoo, and it's not just Robin Hood? That's true. Like maybe their little gang all has matching tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's quite a possibility. And, I mean, I love Robin Hood and Regina together. Uh, they're like my new favorite ship because, you know, Swanfire is no more. Um, but I, I just want to see how sailed. I don't see how 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 things can work out between Regina and Robin Hood now because like Maid Marian is there, she's gonna tell Robin Hood. Oh yeah, by the way, honey, Regina, your new girlfriend tried to kill me. I mean, it's gonna come out. I mean, I don't see how it could not come out. Yeah. You know, so that that's that's what really bothers me. I could do without Marian. I really could. And honestly, I saw there was a Twitter about the the girl, the woman who plays Maid Marian. She twittered that. I guess that she was the one that was supposed to be in the fire, you know. So that confused me, too. To the internet. Wiki. Yeah, I saw it on Facebook that, you know, she had tweeted that she was, you know, that she had, you know, a day of shooting and being and on, like, on a pyre. And, but that tweet was taken down from t- t- Twitter, I guess, later on. But, and anyways, okay, moving on. Um... My my other point uh, that I had was uh, about Marion. Her destiny, she died. So 
So is it her destiny still to die? I mean, isn't that a thing on TV and on shows like this where if you have a destiny, you cannot reroute your destiny. So I'm just, I'm just thinking if she's in the show, she's not going to be in it for long because, you know, her destiny was to die. She's not supposed to be there. Well, I, th- I think, you know, they, that is, you know, one of the kind of rules of tri- time travel. Don't change anything. But I, I think Emma got a little too full of herself. She was like, oh, we got mom and dad back together. Why don't we go ahead and try and save uh, this person in the cell next to me, too, just to be, you know, a good person and whatnot. And she, I know. You know, <clears throat> the whole uh, flying too close to the sun on wings of wax. Yeah. <laughs> Serious Icarus complex with that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. noble. It's that whole like product of true love. I'm the mm-hmm. oh, love love train everywhere, just training around. But oh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna derail at some point. I mean, she has her nasty sides. We've seen it a little bit here and there. It, and yeah. to be fair, it almost worked. It was almost a, the perfect plan. It was almost the perfect way to get her out of there if she had only known that uh, she was married to Robin Hood. Oh. I think if she'd have known who it was, she'd have left her there. Probably not. Yeah, no. Probably not. Because I, mean, I think not... she brought her back as earnestly as she could. Even if she'd known, it would have been like, well, you're not going to get brutally murdered. This is great. <laughs> and you can find, you know, but, but I mean, like anything, it's soulmate. So she could have been like, we're going to bring you back. But hey, your husband is like shagging the freaking evil queen now. So slash mayor. FYA. Maybe Regina can uh, babysit for them sometime. Oh, That'd be nice. I love that baby. Let's see here. Okay. I, I okay. did have like one more quick point. Okay. Sorry, um, I just wanted to say that um, as, as, I, as much as I was a Swanfire fan, um, you know, I have to say I feel like Hook has really proven himself. You know, he will do anything for Emma. And for me personally, I just feel like, okay, he has my blessing to be with Emma now because I, I, I just think that they're, okay, they're good together. You know, it took me a lot to see that, but now I do. And I just wanted to say that. I agree. Definitely. That, I agree. I, that takes a lot for me to say near him. <laughs> I, I want to go back in time myself uh, to you like six or seven months ago. Throwing and, and play you, that clip. Babe. <laughs> yeah. Becca, Becca, uh, yeah, you probably didn't get to hear it, but we had we had a full-on shipping war on this show. That, that's the most gorgeous thing I've ever heard because rarely does it actually become war and not just a bunch of pithy comments on the internet yeah. and lots well, and lots of fanfics. Many so, comments. But but in real life, life, real life, real life, comments. It was like, no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, well, I guess, uh, I guess the time has come to wrap up the discussion here. Uh, sorry, we lost Carrie. I know she, she's. If anybody knows the Ohio Valley, oh, um, yeah. it's the internet was not, not so great. nice to her today, so she apologized. She she was getting converted into a Cyberman. Uh, so she couldn't uh, she finish out the show with us. But now I guess it's time for my arbitrary scale. Uh, oh, God, arbitrary scale. <laughs> for people who don't know, I, I, I make up an arbitrary scale, and we rate the episode by it. Okay, I'm going to start with Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Elizabeth. No, I never start with you. I know. <laughs> okay, uh, Elizabeth, out uh-huh. of... Well, you know what? Uh, since, since it was a thing, out, out of... Four dark fairy wands. How many dark fairy wands would you give this episode? I would give it two dark fairy wands. I almost want to give it three, but I really love this episode, but I'm really upset about Marion, and I just wish that hadn't happened. (laughs) (laughs) 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, Anne-Marie, out of four dark fairy wands. I will give it three and a really big fancy handle. Why? And you need to explain the handle. <laughs> you need to quantify it. <laughs> quantify. Okay. Because I thought this was an absolutely amazing episode all around. All around. Mm-hmm. I very few qualms and angers and everything, as always. Nothing gets a perfect score from Anne Marie. Yeah. Yeah. This really could have come really close though. Mm-hmm. If I, I I was running in circles when it ended. I got up, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Cause we You're watched... just so freaked out about Elsa. I really was. <laughs> like, I was... <laughs> so, um, that would be my, my quantifying. Fair I enough. couldn't breathe. Also, I would like The medical to say, issues were the handle. There were, the medical issues were the handle. Okay, um, cool. I was corrected a la Facebook also from uh, Elizabeth Volkmer. I probably said that wrong. About the episode? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> out there. Okay. I hate being wrong. <laughs> okay, Becca, out of uh, four dark fairy wands, how many dark fairy wands would you give this episode? I'm going to give it a solid a solid three dark fairy wands, no fancy ornate handles. <gasps> Why? Why? Um, I loved it. I liked, like I said, that it felt like very Monster of the Weeky again. Like season one, we kind of were able to get a very nice standalone story to wrap up this season, but... Uh, I don't know, everything kind of, like, I mean, it's once I accept everything's going to probably very conveniently fall back into place. Uh, <laughs> Reset to but, the status quo. <laughs> exactly, jeez. But I, I would have liked a little more, uh, the Elsa tease was awesome, but I would have liked a better sense of where we're going next season, since I think we're going to have a lot of, of very big stakes at play with characters we're familiar with. We got to get, you know, get Wonderland in here. I would have liked to see a little bit more of the Knave, maybe. Or, like, even even a, a more explicit reference to him in this episode would have been nice. A I reference. There Any, was no reference. There wasn't a reference. No, that, yeah. There was, I'm, like, rerunning it in my head. Any presence that he's going to be, like, one of our most important characters next right. season. Hello. Hey, I, thanks. I think what happened is he was going to be brought in, like, as a fairly big character in this episode. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. fine. Um, but then they like got the rights to do Frozen, and they were like, "Wait, buy out of contract." We're just the gonna here. We're gonna do this. We'll we'll get back to you at the end here. Yeah, even if he had just been there at Granny's at the end when they were like, "Baby, Neil, ta-da, Simba moment." He could have just been there then. Um, yeah. And you would have at least known that he's in this world and we could explain him into the world later on. But that yeah, would have been cool. It would have been cool. just as important as Aurora was in that scene. Exactly. For any of them. The, the only person who didn't change clothes uh, from oh. the Forest. <laughs> well, that's because she was made a monkey when she was in those clothes. Fair enough. Sure. Fair enough. You know, I'm you know, calling Mary, now. Forget that. Ugh. Calling her right now, though, Michael Soka will be playing Olaf. Uh, next season. <laughs> okay, but uh, we're, we're going to do... Uh, think of Elizabeth. What's that? She didn't write. Did you did it? Not right? Yeah, Elizabeth. Did she write Yeah, she wrote it. Apparently I had a seizure and I forgot. Okay, we, we have some uh, news and some quick voicemails, but first we want to thank our sponsor for this week's episode, uh, Audible, special. if you're familiar with them. You didn't uh, rate. What's that? You didn't rate. I didn't rate. I knew something, was. I was counting. Don't you sneak away from this, Meeks. Don't. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Do you really want to know? Oh, God. Do I? Yeah, I think you do. I'm going to give it four dark fairy wands. Because, thank you for asking why, 
<laughs> I couldn't breathe. No, like I said right up at the top, it was like the most perfect cover version of Back to the Future <laughs> ever. We got a lot of good, really good Captain Swan stuff. They finally made out uh, in yeah. present day. Uh, <laughs> you know, so we got progress on that. I, I do, I have the same issue a lot of people do with the whole Regina and Marion there at the last minute thing, but it wasn't enough to overshadow how completely awesome and epic and like a movie this episode was. Now we'll go to our sponsor. Okay, uh, before we move on to the news, uh, was there something else, Amory? No. Okay, cool. Audible.com. Uh, they have Audible! all sorts of audiobooks. audiobooks. Uh, if you don't know what an audiobook is, it's where someone reads a book to you while you do other stuff. You can be like mowing, drive a car. Driving a car, jumping through time portals, uh, delivering baby monkeys, you know, anything. <laughs> uh, you can listen to an Audible book. And uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, we always like to give you a couple recommendations uh, for when you go and sign up for your free trial. If you want to pick up a book that we like, you know, it'll be good. Uh, Anne-Marie, why don't you go ahead and uh, do your pick first? Okay. I decided to completely go different. Um, normally, we try and make them a little bit relevant to the show, but mm-hmm. um, we've gone through a lot of fairy tale related books. <laughs> so I have gone to just a classic that I enjoy. Well, it's not really, it's mm-hmm. kind of a classic, a classic in my eyes. Yeah. Um, it's Evening Class by uh, Mav Vinci, narrated by Kate Vinci. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, it's a working class Dublin book. They're learning Italian. There's love. There's schmoopy whoopies. I I love it. I've read it like a bazillion times. It was this is comfort to me mm-hmm. is reading anything Mav Vinci, and this yeah. was one of my favorites because I'm Irishy and Italian, so it sort of like combines them. <laughs> um, so yeah. Excellent. And uh, as for me, uh, mine's a little more thematically tied into the episode this week. I picked A Briefer History of Time, which uh, by Stephen Hawking, obviously. And uh, basically, it's uh, if you've heard of his very famous book uh, slash documentary slash, I don't know, breakfast cereal, A Brief History of Time. It's the same stuff, but he focuses just on the important stuff and explains it a lot more. Uh, in a lot more detail, but also a, a bit, I, I don't want to say dumbed down, but more to where a novice can understand it. Someone who isn't I might understand it Stephen Hawking. Probably not. And uh, it's uh, narrated by Eric Davies, too. Uh, re- really good stuff, really good stuff. And I will, especially since this might be the last episode some people are listening to, I'll also recommend my own book, Dog Boy Danger on Liberty Pier, as <laughs> one of my recommendations. And you can get uh, links to those uh, at greetingsfromstorybrook.com in the show notes. I, now, to download your free audiobook, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. And we want to thank Audible for sponsoring yet another episode of Greetings from Storybrook. Thanks, Audible. Never no? do that again. Aww. And now, on to the news. News. Okay. First off, we have the ratings here. And uh, it was a little uh, heady at first. Uh, they thought uh, it was going to have a 2.2 uh, rating, uh, up 5% from last week, but still not great for finale. But then when it was adjusted, it got up to uh, 2.3, which matches last year's finale. Woo-hoo. So, you know, didn't gain any, didn't lose any, stayed just hey, about they even. They were happy with it. Yeah, they were happy with it, we're 
happy with it. I'm sure with Frozen next next season, they're just going to blow those ratings out of the water, at least for the first few episodes, till people make up their mind about it. It'll be the first episode before people make their mind up about it. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Frozen, uh, we just wanted to point out, like, a lot of people have been theorizing, was it really Elsa? Was it the Snow Queen? Was it uh, just someone in a blue dress? And uh, Adam and Eddie uh, did a interview this week. They've done a lot of interviews this <clears throat> yeah. week. Yeah, but uh, this specific this one was with Ho- the Hollywood Reporter, and they confirmed, uh, Adam says, yes, that was Elsa. And uh, then he goes on to say, you know, because people were saying, I guess Disney should uh, push this on them or whatever. He says, after the movie came out last November and seen it three more times, we loved it. And our brains start to act, get activated. It's like anything on the show. Once our brains are activated and an idea, idea starts to take root, we want to do it. And we started playing with the idea, and it grew in our heads about what it could be. We went to the studio and network and pitched it to them, and they said, okay, here you go. Really as simple as that. And really, you know, sitting down and watching Frozen twice in a row today, it's basically an animated Once Upon a Time episode, like thematically, for sure. If it's in really good, I think it'll be happy. (laughs) Yeah, and let's see here. Uh, One thing I wanted to mention was uh, AdAge.com released a study this week about the most popular shows that people who do uh, cord cutting, which we do, uh, get legit. You know, not pirating or whatever. And Once Upon a Time happened to be the fourth most popular show for cord cutters. Uh, yeah. You know, Game of Thrones if you're pirating. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> as far as getting it legit Once Upon a Time. So that was pretty cool, especially since we're cord cutters. And so now I know that we're not bad cord cutters because we like Once Upon a Time. Right. Now question. Right. Am I still, I'm cord cut too. Mm-hmm. Am I still pirating Game of Thrones if it's my dad's HBO Go login? Because they uh-huh. said they were okay with that. Hey, somebody's logging. That's between you and your priest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. All right, all right uh, a couple other things we wanted to mention here real quick. I know we're running long. It's a good time, though. So Who expected this to be short? Nobody. Uh, not me. <laughs> but let's see here. Uh, we wanted to mention that Jennifer Morrison was on The Nerdist this week. It was a very good episode. Not very once related. Yeah, they... they Basically, they go over what it's like to act with people on a green screen. And, it's a tennis ball. Yeah. And the, the or rest... drawing. Oh, no, sorry. I'm pointing out things that I remember from the, from the podcast. Yeah, but the rest of it was more about her time on House and uh, just general mm-hmm. acting, growing up kind of stuff. I, I kind of think Chris Hardwick uh, no, wasn't familiar with the show. Nope. But, you know, that happens in those kind of situations. Like yeah. for, for me, for example, I'm not very familiar with you or your name or what you do. But yet you're on my podcast. Oh, yeah, somehow we do this. <laughs> somehow it works. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. We also wanted to thank Martine on Sunday. She took it upon herself to go to our Facebook page. And every awesome. hour put – On the hour. Like mm-hmm. I would get a notification be like, you have a new picture. And I would look and be like, it'd be like two after. I'm like, you are so good. But every hour from hour 10 to hour right on. Into, until the, the finale started, she was posting different pictures from ones like back uh, behind the scenes pictures, a rumple selfie, you know, all sorts of stuff. And she, she, she was there all day, and I, I, I was very impressed. I don't have that much dedication. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's see here. But you uh, did have the dedication to find Henry as Little Bill O'Reilly. I did. I did. I found this on Funny or Die. I'm not going to play it on the show because there's some bad language in it. But if you ever wanted to see Henry dressed as bald. a young Bill O'Reilly, bald, uh, saying very, very, very naughty words, including the P word, 
you you uh you should definitely check it out. That'll be in our show notes too. Really funny, and it also seems like it's like a month before he started Once Upon a Time. Yeah, as far was, as how old he is, especially when you go back and watch anything from season one, I was like, you are so you. He's <laughs> like Mimi Rowland. Nice. Sorry, but not. Yeah, and uh. Finally, well, this is uh, not just the story we have here, but there were a few shows canceled, uh, you know, because this week was the big, these shows are going, these shows are not, et cetera, et cetera. We had Revolution starring one Sidney Glass, if you remember him from season one. I Also, uh, Giancarlo Espen- Esposito. Esposito, yeah. And then Believe, which had uh, Jamie Mulan. Chung. Jamie, Jamie Chung, Chung, Mulan. Come back. And then, Come back. And then the show that Red was on, too, got canceled, right? Perfect. Yeah. They all got kids. More red, oh more God. red. Come back. I mean, that's really unfortunate that like 600 people are out of jobs as a result of that. But I'll yeah. absolutely. Fully smooth on a red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we do we do have to pour one out for the crew on that. But uh, we can be very happy I that I, they're all out of jobs, so they'll have to go back to once. But there were so many new shows. I'm sure they'll, you know, all those crew people, they can find something else. Yeah. It's just what LA. They don't. It's not hard to find a job there, right? They have unions for that. I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't sob openly about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a steady job. I yeah, don't. Yeah. I'm a college student. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I moved to LA twice without a steady job before I left. I would probably never do it again. <laughs> it's a very harrowing, especially when you realize, oh, I'm paying. It's like sixteen hundred dollars to sleep on some guy's couch, and uh, he needs it. He needs it or a pound of cocaine next week. Or I'm out on the curb, and I don't know about cocaine at all. Uh, crazy times. Okay, listener feedback. We don't have a lot this week uh, because I, you know, it, it's already running uh, very late uh, as far as the episode, so we didn't oh, want to wow. spend too much time on it. Uh, but uh, as always, you can uh, and go ahead and send us. We have all the letters that everyone sent us for the season wrap-up uh, hangout that we'll be doing soonly. And uh, go ahead and send us any other thoughts you have on the season. Greetings from Storybrook at gmail.com. The Twitter is at GFStorybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we have a few voicemails here, and we'll start, as we usually do, with Bobby from Bradenton. Hey, guys. Bobby from Bradenton here. Boy, they should have called this one Back to the Forest. Not only did they reference the movie, they borrowed whole plot points. I half expected someone to run into a horse cart full of manure. Although it was fun to see Emma trying to explain to Hook exactly who Marty McFly is. I wouldn't be surprised to see him walking around next season crossing off uh, pop culture references in a notebook. (laughs) When the season started, I did not believe Regina should be redeemed, and I did not think that Emma and Hook should be together at all. Not only have the writers convinced me otherwise on both points, I now hate that Regina could be heading down the same path as before. I just hope it doesn't come to that. From the opening moment of the episode to the last, it appears that they have fully embraced their Disney heritage, and I can't wait to see what's in store for us in Arendelle. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to throw myself into a death-like slumber. Wake me when season four begins. <laughs> we'll miss you, Hi, Bobby. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, oh. That was sorry. We'll miss you, Bobby. And uh, yeah, both, Have a good sleep. Both Disney traditions, old and new. Okay, uh, next up we have Becky. Take it away, Becky. Oh, we, we also the next two are people who have never called before. New people! Yeah, so so th- this should be good. Go ahead and take it away, Becky. 
Hi, uh, this is Vicki. I'm a newer listener, um, you know, for first time calling in. Um, I just have to say that this was a pretty fantastic episode. I really enjoyed it. And I thought that the time travel plot was really well done. Emma and Hook kissing at the end was just too sweet. I, I loved it. And I'm so glad that she's they're They're just so adorable together. <laughs> Regina and Robin. What can I say? <laughs> they were so happy together. And then Marion reappears into their lives. They were just the perfect little mini family with Roland, you know, getting ice cream there. And Regina was finally able to let her guard down and open up to Robin, you know, about how they had nearly met and, you know, her past love with Daniel, only to have it smashed to pieces. <laughs> I just hope that she doesn't go all rage monster on Emma next season. <laughs> As for what else Hook and Emma brought back with them. I don't know exactly how I feel about them bringing Elsa into the show. I know that Frozen was a massive success for Disney, but it just feels a little too much for me. Well, uh, I have to say, I would give this episode 26 out of 30 Rumpelstiltskin glamour spells. Thanks. Very nice arbitrary scale. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. I was trying to. I was trying to aim up for bigger numbers in my arbitrary scales. And no, I've no, been we needed back. the lower numbers because you were doing something like two billion. Well, that's a small number. Uh, Victoria, uh, take it away. Hi, Victoria here. This episode had its ups and downs. Um, I really enjoyed seeing Bay again, but all the time jumping rules got a little confusing. The Rumpel and Belle wedding was so sweet, and I love that it was just them, a little small affair. But it still... I really liked uh, the vows, too. The vows were really... I, I thought the attendance was a little weak, but the vows were excellent. Yeah, why did they have to have it, like, all by themselves? I don't know. I was maybe wondering. Was like, maybe it was a stip- yeah. stipulation from Belle's dad. <laughs> no one can really know about them. <laughs> just kind of... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, they were just... Yeah, I, thought we were pro- I thought we were promised this big wedding, and it was just alone mm-hmm. in the forest. Yeah. At the At well. The well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't feel that's a really romantic spot. Yeah. Wait, 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 They're just saying that it's always kind of full of just bad Bad badness. stuff is oozing out of it at any <laughs> oh. given time. I did like that they had Archie officiating, though. Well, that was that precious. Was nice. that was okay, here, we'll let uh, the, uh, this uh, voicemail finish up. We'll have the darkness of the secret in the background. The last 10 minutes were amazing. My heart broke for Regina. It's just so unfair. And while we're getting into the Frozen storyline, I, I didn't see that coming at all. Do you think that was the plan all along, or did they jump on the opportunity because of the movie's popularity? It- As mentioned in the story, they they, uh, they kind of jumped on, on, on it because of the movie's popularity with them. It just took me off guard to see such a new story. I love your podcast, and we'll be checking out Legends of Gotham. Thanks, guys. Woohoo! Legendsofgotham.com. Thank you for the plug, Victoria. <laughs> and also, thank you for calling in. If that's the same Victoria that always posts on our Facebook, hi. Thanks for finally calling in. And if you're not, hi anyway. No. No. Play Wu's voicemail. Okay. Hi, Victoria. Here's Wu. <laughs> I love the flashbacks to Emma's past. It was kind of the same thing that we got in the season three premiere with Henry's birth. I loved the... Emma calling Snow and Charming Mom and Dad. I've been waiting for that since 
season two. And here's something that I want to point out to you guys that I'm glad Emma pointed out in this episode. Ever since she's reconnected with her parents, she's never felt close to them. Like, you guys even made fun of the hollow hug that Emma, Snow and Charming share and Broken, that it's really one-sided. Snow and Charming are so, so full of joy when they see Emma again. And Emma's like, okay, I don't know these people. What's going on? And I really like that Emma's gone full circle in terms of accepting her family, accepting her place in Storybook. I don't know how I feel about Killian and Emma being together, but I love what this sets up for this next next season. One of the problems I had with season two was it really didn't seem like the writers knew where they were going. Now with the season finale, which was much better than season two's finale, we know where we're possibly going for season three. And I love this whole Marion and... Robin and Regina storyline. I love what what this new marriage between Bell and Gold could bring. I, I don't know how I feel about Captain Swan. Sorry, Bill. I have to like this episode five gold urns out of five. Really enjoyed this episode. And what can I say? But I guess in season four, we have to just let it go and hope the cult doesn't bother us anyway. Talk to you guys later. Love the show. Bye-bye. Thank you, Will. Yes, thank you very much, Will. <laughs> and I know I said we only had voicemails. I lied. We have one letter. Yeah, um, I, I decided I felt so bad about having to not have letters this week. That you added a letter. That I, I had to put one in. And I figured I'd do, I'd do it just to be fair. I'd do it from someone we'd never heard from before. And then it turned out they had had something that was really nice. Touching. To, yeah, okay. Touching. <clears throat> this is from Shannon. Greetings and salutations. I just recently started listening to your podcast, so this is my first time writing in. The finale was really good, which was nice because I found the last few episodes to be a little lackluster. I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> um, as a longtime Captain Swan fan, this episode was amazing for me, but I also enjoyed the little bit of Neil that we saw. He was an important and influential part of Emma's life, and it was nice to see more in their relationship. Emma is my favorite character. I've always understood where she was coming from and, is, and why she is so focused on New York. So some, as someone who dealt with childhood abandonment issues myself, I completely got why it became a security blanket for her. She had Henry and a cozy little home life, which is all she ever wanted. I was so happy when that final wall that was built by childhood trauma finally broke and she was able to fully embrace her parents. I'm sad that Rumpel and Belle got married. I adore both characters, but I haven't been able to root for a happy ending for Rumpel since he killed that mute maid. <laughs> You know, you're, Sorry. You know, you're yeah, I usually don't laugh out loud. Only, only, only when the joke's about someone dying. <laughs> Awkward. Um, I really hope they follow HCA's Snow Queen. I've always loved that version. Sorry, it's Elsa. Uh, thanks for the podcast. I started listening when I was going through a difficult time, and it helped take my mind off things. Keep up the amazing work. Thanks, Shannon. Yes. This is me giving you a hug, Shannon. Mm -hmm. We're hugging you out. We're hugging that, you out. That is her giving you a hug this from is, me, this too. This is as close as I can. <laughs> I'm hugging the mic. But, no, thank you very much. And I, I hope we hear some more from you. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, anytime. 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 Just email us. People email us all the time. People email us and say, you don't have to read this. This is just me talking. And then we have and then like we a, read it. Yeah, and then we have a conversation. It's a good time. <laughs> and if you want to do that, you can email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. The Twitter is at gfstorybrook. The Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Uh, you can also find uh, this show, all the show notes, and a random post we put up random. uh, randomly random. at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Uh, now, Becca, where can people find you online? Google. Oh, wow. Um, basically, if you Google my name, 
Becca Canote, B-E-C-C-A, C-A-N-O-T-E. I'm the only me on the internet. So I'll pop up um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTubes, and then every other Wednesday over at youtube.com backslash geek and sundry vlogs. Uh, that was a uh, geek and sundry vlogs, right? Yes, V-L-O-G-S. Just wanted to make sure there was a little humming there. And uh, Elizabeth, uh, is there uh, any place you want to send people, or you just want to do you just want to say, come talk to me over on the Greetings from Storybrook fa- Facebook page? Uh, yeah, if, if anybody wants to find me on Facebook, and my name's Elizabeth, last name Placencia, it's spelled P-L-A-S-C-E-N-C-I-A. If you really want to come find me, go ahead. <laughs> Unless you're creepy, and then Unless don't. Unless you're creepy, yes, and then I'm going to leave Elizabeth alone. She's a nice girl. Goes without saying. Yeah, and she she's she's always very active over on her Facebook, and it was a pleasure finally getting a chance to talk with Yay. you. Uh, okay, Amory, where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitters at amdsimone and my somewhat blog of crunchy, crafty, and highly caffeinated .wordpress.com. Yes, it's still .wordpress.com. I haven't invested the money to upgrade it yet. Deal with it. <laughs> Okay. I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for me, uh, on Twitter, I'm at Bill Meeks. Uh, on Google Plus, I'm google.com slash plus Bill Meeks. And you can find uh, the books I write and uh, other stuff that I'm going to be po- posting up there shortly at dogboyadventures.com. And you can find our new podcast, Legends of Gotham, at legendsofgotham.com. Legends. Legends of Gotham. See, yours is better than me. I yeah. don't have the creepy voice. <laughs> well, I have that lower register, too. Yeah, I don't have that. Okay. <laughs> I guess, you know, we're going to be back. Uh, you know, definitely ah. go to the... Uh... Oh, and Carrie. Let's not forget Carrie. Yeah, thanks again, Carrie, Thank you, for, Carrie. for showing up. Sorry the connection was yeah, weird. Yeah, it's Valley. <laughs> Make sure to let us know when you want to do the listener roundtable at the Straw Poll. Links in the show notes. And I guess that about wraps it up for the season finale thing podcast thing any other business cheers cheers (laughs) even my glass is empty too back it's okay minus two (laughs) okay well i guess until next time greetings from storybrook and we're going by thank you to all our live viewers uh sorry it took a little longer but hopefully you enjoyed it bye